You're listening to Creatively Geeky, the support group for your creative process. Welcome to Creatively Geeky, episode number 22. Had a quick pause there, but it's all right. Of course, I didn't. If I wouldn't have pointed it out, no one would have noticed anything. Uh, I'm your host, <laughs> Evening Eugene Stevens. Uh, it's been a while. Um, tonight, I've got our usual crew of Chris and Ray. How are y'all doing? Good. How are you? <laughs> We're good. Yeah. Um, I, literally, if I had not said anything, it would have been perfectly fine, but whatever. Um, this works, too. It's all part of the creative process. That's right. Um, so, it, it's... Let's see. When was the last time we convened? Was it November or did we do one of these in December? November. Uh, for, uh, November. No. I think it was November. It was November? Late November. Really? Yes, because actually, Ray, it was at least, or if not, it was early December because I'm looking at what Ray wanted to get done. He only told me one thing and it had to do with Christmas. So it was at least before Christmas. So. Yeah, no, okay. I, I don't yeah. think I got it done. Uh, <laughs> well, we'll find out here in a second. So, how have y'all been? Uh, fine. We're in a lockdown still, but the kids went back to school on Monday, oh, so at least they that they're back. It's, it's not confusing at all. No, it is not a shit show here <laughs> at all. <laughs> yeah, same thing here. They're just uh, not being as obvious about it. So, because uh, we're we're clearly there, things are clearly going to crap, and it's just like, oh no, everything's fine. Sure, yeah. let's just keep playing that violin on the on the Titanic. So exactly, yeah, the, yeah. the fire is burning all around. Yeah, <laughs> literally, my life is that dog sitting in the fire saying this is fine. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about what we've been working on. Ray, um, I've already <laughs> mentioned that you had one thing on your list. It was rap gifts. Interestingly. I think I got uh, part marks. Yes. Part marks. Part marks. Okay. You wrap them normally, but you labeled them interestingly. Yes. Yes. Okay. Tell me about that. Um, so you had, my so the four of us all like picked names um yep. for Christmas this year and so mm-hmm. he had mine yep. and so you wrapped my gifts all sort of in the same wrapping paper but the way you labeled them because we did categories like something you want something you need all that kind of stuff so yeah, you right. labeled them and then we got Quinn a Legends of Zelda replica uh, sword yes and so I put a whole bunch of the, symbols from Legends of Zelda, Zelda all it. over it yeah so. nice yeah yeah that was that was all freehand yeah yeah. It's yeah. made out of metal. We had to show ID to buy this sword. Like it's a, <laughs> it's sword. a legit sword. If cool. he sharpened it, it would be like he'd be dangerous with that. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> and of course, when he opened it up, it was the whole da 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 da. Yeah. As it should be. Yes. yes. But you did so. Yes. Part marks for that. You did so, yes. draw. Pa- part marks like that. that I got some interesting things done. Yes. Um, not full marks though, because. Weren't interested in uh, Although I was, I was pretty happy with the way I wrapped your mom's. So some, uh, yeah, some of my mom's gifts you wrapped. Like really I wrapped. got a mug that I was like, how the hell am I gonna wrap this? So anyway, I got the mug and wrapped it up and did a bow and all that stuff. So yeah, it's some of it Yeah. Her marks. I'd say like eighty percent. Seventy-five. Oh, okay. I don't know if y'all saw that. There was a thing going around. Apparently, this guy was wrapping stuff. Uh, you said it made me think of it. Uh, it was wrapping stuff. To make it clearly look like it was something and it wasn't. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, if it was something small and, I don't know, somewhat, you know, like a cylinder or whatever, like maybe, you know, it was a, a, a thermos or something like that. 
but he clearly stuffed enough newspaper in there to clearly make it look like it was a baseball bat. Like you look at it and you went, really? You just mm-hmm. you couldn't try and you go start unwrapping. <laughs> you're just like, this is I not like a baseball that. bat. What is it? <laughs> I like that. I'm going to probably steal that next year. Yeah. Yeah. So and like literally he he went like he went all out. Like one of them would look like it was clearly a ba- uh, a bicycle. Like it looked like it looked like he just taken wrapping paper to go all around all of the wheels and everything. Wow. Good and on. and then of course like they open it up and it's you know something completely different. Like it's the 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 seat is the only thing that has the actual thing <laughs> that's the gift. The rest of it's like newspaper and whatever else he's thrown together. So hula hoops and <laughs> yeah, exactly. So uh, well, uh, Christy, you want to go next? Sure. All right. Um, pull up my phone here. Uh, you had series two blankets done. Yep. Sweater for your niece. Okay. First one's done. <laughs> nice. I got them all done. All my blankets are done. I had one little hiccup on one of them because uh, the company that I buy my yarn from actually discontinued the yarn that I was oh, using. No. And I was playing yarn roulette and I only had about that much. So like maybe 12 inches left mm-hmm. for this. Nope. Discontinue. I couldn't order anymore. So I had to unravel three rows. So it's shorter. It's smaller. It's but small. Still. I'll sell it for less, like not much less, but a little bit less. Uh, so it's smaller. Um, but they have the same color, just in a different texture, and so mm-hmm. it wouldn't have worked. It would have looked off because it's you could tell. Yeah, so like. So I'm really happy with them though. I really like them. They look nice. I've seen Thank them. Thank you. So they are all done, and then my sweater for my niece. Thank goodness she lives in another province right now because. <laughs> She, she's not getting it anytime soon. I got, uh, another idea for a blanket. So it'll happen. It'll be one of those things where by, I'm hoping by her 20th birthday, which is in October, (laughs) I will have it done because I gave her, she was looking at a bunch of, um, sweaters online and she was talking to her mom and she's like, I don't want to buy something from fast fashion. And so her mom reminded her like, you know, like your aunt Chris can crochet. Maybe you ask her. So she asked me, so we did a little back and forth. And of course, I didn't realize what I was doing. I had shown her a couple of pictures. I'm like, which one do you like? These ones have patterns. Not bothering to check if they were crochet or not. Mm -hmm. She picked one. It's knitting, which apparently it's beginner. It's fine. There's no cables. There's no anything funky on it. But the pattern is originally written in Norwegian and then translated into English. Okay. I'm a little nervous about it uh because i've read it through once and i'm like no this makes any sense so i'm gonna actually have to like print it off and like watch a shit ton of youtube videos thank god to those people who who put the camera above them and just slowly go through step by step of the most silliest little things for Mm -hmm. knitting and crochet because they save me every single time and there's lots of them that's also great too oh that is good i had to do that today for one of them but yeah, so hers, I'm hoping that's my new goal is by October. So what are Happy twentieth. Like, like eleven months no, <laughs> nine months, ten months from now. Yeah, happy twentieth. Happy twentieth is your sweater you asked me to make you last year. <laughs> <laughs> but there's no like she's got lots of clothes. It's not like she needs it. She's just I'm I'm a year late on a painting. Yeah, you are. Oh god. Uh, these are the turtle combs that Lainey got Joseph oh, for yeah. Christmas. <laughs> Not last Christmas, this last Christmas, but the Christmas before last that I still haven't worked <laughs> So, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe that's a topic we do sometimes. We just talk yeah, about those projects that just... Yeah, 
can't see. They'll get done eventually. Yeah, eventually. Someday. Eventually, it'll work. Yep. So. <laughs> what about you? Ugh. Oh, dear. I pulled this up and I got to looking. I was just like, oh, man. Uh, so I had uh, reweather my uniforms because, like I had said, I had weathered, taken the time to weather my uniforms. And mm-hmm. then whenever I washed them, all of the paint came out because it wasn't it wasn't the right type of paint. It wasn't set or anything. And I have the paint. It's sitting right here. And I literally have put this even over the break. I was trying not to do too much over the Christmas break. And it just literally was like, well, not today. Anything that happened today. I'll push it tomorrow or I'll push it in a couple of days. Yep. And it it's still being pushed. So I'm a zero on that one. Um the uh Aztec Death Whistle that I 3D printed. It was awesome. Uh still haven't painted that like I was hoping. Uh that's another thing that just kept getting pushed. It's so cool though. Yeah. Um let's see here. Uh work and then I said work on a phone pack or start 3D printing an RGB pack. <laughs> so I'm over three or four, depending on how you want to count that. Um, what I did get done, though, I did get some stuff done. Um, so Nicholas, before everything got really crazy with Ghostbusters, said that he came to me and said he wanted help building a siren head, which is a it's a monster in a video game series. And okay. he was trying to figure out how to do it, and I was thinking about it, and I was like, well, we could build it out of um, – because it's supposed to be several stories tall. It's like this giant monster, and it's really thin. And I was like, well, what if we do it out of paint stirs? And then we could use um, nuts and bolts as the as the joints, so it should actually be able to move and everything else. And we kind of – you know, I had told him, I was like, well, I'm not going to be able to get started on this until you know the Ghostbusters stuff dies down. And so we started on it. We haven't got a chance to finish it because we've had stuff coming up over the last week or whatever. But at least I've started that with him. So that's good. I get I get to start getting on that. Um, I have a project I can't talk about. It's sitting here in front of me uh, because I'm under an NDA about it. Oh, but I'm getting close to getting done with it. Like I've made more. An NDA. Yeah. Um, that's so cool. Yeah. Well, kind of, sort of. Uh, anyway, um, I'm. I'm I'm hoping to get it done. I would be further along with it, but I've had issues, and I'll talk about that in a second. Um, let's see here. Um, oh, so here's something that came up. So one of the lead designers, one of the uh, lead um, um, prop masters for uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife, uh, Ben Eady, has really started getting into the community and has started doing TikToks and a bunch of other stuff. And he's asking, he's answering people's questions about the movie and stuff. Nice. And um, along with that, Adam Savage has been releasing a bunch of stuff. Well, one of the things that Adam Savage released was a video where he got to talk to the, um, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? They're in charge of like all the uh, uh, costumes and everything. Oh, okay. okay. And uh, when he was in there, they were, they had taken some screenshots, and one of the screenshots they took of was the uh, the Lejos, aka the Pijos. Um, I don't know if you've ever noticed this or not on the original Ghostbusters uh, costumes, at least in the first movie, not in the second movie, but in the first movie, there's this yellow hose. There's like it looks like a rubber adapter, and it's on their left leg, and there's a yellow hose that kind of goes around to their back. They never actually say what it's for, but we've always assumed, oh, it's a Pijos. It's supposed to be you're, you're running around chasing ghosts. You're going to get scared. <laughs> so instead of pissing yourself, this is, you have to pee hose. Sure. Um, 
a lot of people will will use the P-Host. Some people don't really want to have to deal with it because it does tend to get like snagged on stuff. I actually designed one. It's not very screen accurate, but I've been selling it and I've had it out on Thingiverse for years now. Uh, and it's what mine's based off of. And it's got four magnets on the back. And recently within the last, I don't know, three or four months, uh, some people were started using it, but they're like, the magnets aren't strong enough. So this guy did a remix of it and was like, here, use this stronger magnet or whatever. And I was like, okay, that's kind of a cool idea. I was like, well, maybe I'll go back and redo it. Well, anyway, uh, Adam Savage has his, a has a, a still screenshot of one of the P-hoses from the new movie. And the cool thing about it is it has a cap on it. Okay. And so it would make sense because in the movie they were uh, sewn onto the jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. Um, so feasibly it would still be on the jumpsuit. But if you didn't want to have to deal with the P-hose, you just put a cap in it and you'd be fine. And so what was funny was, was once that came out, like everyone just started going crazy and everyone was just like, does anyone have a design for the POs? And I was like, all right, I'm making this a priority. So I not only redesigned my original one, but I designed this one. This is actually a little more screen accurate than my original one was. And since then I've got to update my Etsy store, but, and I I need to sand this one down and paint it and, and weather or whatever. But um, I, I went back and redesigned my original one so that it will use the four small magnets or it will use this larger magnet, which I oh, had wow. to order off Amazon. Uh, this thing's not coming off. Let me tell you, <laughs> um, this is a this is a good, strong magnet. In fact, the um, uh, the it's not really a washer, but the disc that comes with it that it actually aligns to. Yeah. Is that here? No. Where is it? Cripes. I don't know where it went. Anyway, um, so like this is the other one that came in the thing, and the disc is on there. And because it's almost completely symmetrical, I don't know what I'm going to do to get this off there. I'm going to have to literally just like take something and just like it's going to take a lot of force to get it off here. Uh, but anyway, so I redesigned my original one to where it has the four small magnets or it uses the large magnet. I also went in there and added, it's kind of hard to see, but I added some really small holes on the outside edge mm-hmm. so that you could take a thread and thread it around it to give it the impression that it's been, you know, stitched onto the thing. So my original version has uh, with holes, without ho- holes, the big magnets, the little magnets, and then I have this version and I also have it with the holes, without the holes, the small magnets, the big magnets. And then I designed a uh, cap for this one and a cap for the original. <laughs> nice. And I put it all out there. Um, I won't hear that right here. Anyway, so I was working. Like, that was just kind of out of the blue. And I, I just kind of jumped on it and, and ran with it and then got it out there. So that's something I hadn't planned on, but I did get done. Um, uh, I have started... Uh, one, the, there's a guy who's here local to me that bought one of my matrixes. He put a video of it on TikTok, and within like several hours, it got like several hundred views or whatever. And he's oh, like, awesome. "I know you're kind of taking time off, but you know there may be several people wanting another one." And I was like, "Well, I'm actually wanting to try to redesign it." And he's like, "Okay, you know, he's like, cool, you know, I'm just trying to help, you know, kind of get you the the, the attention you deserve or whatever." So I've actually started on the redesign of that. That's something I had kind of pushed off. And I was like, nope, I'm just going to get it done and, and work on it. Um, and then the last thing that I worked on was my big printer, which I need for this NDA project and also for anything else that I'm working on, um, was not giving me a good print. 
and I tried to take off the the nozzle and it was just like welded on there. So I'm like, all right, well, I'll just replace the hot end. So I bought a new hot end and it was started doing kind of the weird same thing. So I was like, well, let me unplug it, replug it, make sure it's getting a good connection. And then it, it stopped working. And I'm like, I just bought this thing. Wow. Yeah. So I was halfway afraid and it was it wasn't giving me a temperature readout. So I was halfway afraid that maybe this is not a nozzle thing. Maybe this is like my motherboard going out on my printer. And then it's like, well, how much is the motherboard? The motherboard's like a hundred dollars, but it also wouldn't be here until like mid February. Oh, that's not an option. And I'm thinking about buying a bigger printer for part of my anniversary present. And I'm like, well, do I go ahead and just drop the money for that? Even though I don't really want to do that right this second, well, whatever. Um, but anyway, so I managed to give it to my brother. He tested it. Apparently, it wasn't working from him either. So I bought another one. I've installed it. I've done a very short test print. Seems to be working. Praying to God it is. Uh, so I'm hoping that has been fixed. But yeah, that was that was kind of a real big setback because I got some of this stuff done for this NDA project and some of this other stuff, and I'm just like, this looks like shit. Why is this printing this yeah. bad? I can't. I can't. I got to the point I couldn't move any further. So yeah. So anyway, I got none of the stuff that I was hoping to get done, but I managed to get a lot of other stuff done. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah. Um, well, that's what we've been working on. Um, before the show, I threw out there if we if there was anything anyone wanted to discuss, and Ray threw out the idea of talking about our workspace and kind of where we would like to see that go. So uh, you want to start, Ray? Uh, sure. I want to shop. <laughs> you, hell yes he has a shop we have a detached garage uh, when we were looking yeah. for uh, a new house back in 2020 the one thing that we couldn't that was like a deal breaker it had to have was a detached garage or a, a, garage, a garage of some size a, a decent size that i could turn into a shop, shop. that was right. that was the the deal and so, so we've got, I've got one. that it's just a matter of actually making it work and turning it into what i need to do yes. because the garage door spring broke, broke. oh no a month and a half ago now no, uh-huh. like, and i thought i had done something yeah. i'm like oh what did i do what did i press <laughs> oh no so i um I had uh, called a place last month and they said, oh, yeah, I know we've got a spring, no problem. Uh, looked into it. They didn't have the spring I need because um, they thought I needed a different type of spring, not a torsion yeah. spring. Uh-huh. So anyway. uh, long story short, I called uh, a different place. They, yeah, we can get it for you, no problem. I called to follow up with them this week. They were like, yeah, I'm sorry. I, I will. I appreciate the guy's honesty. He's like, I dropped the ball. I wrote it down. I went on uh, over the weekend. I totally forgot to do it. So uh, let me look yeah. at it today. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out I gave them one of the wrong dimensions. So he had to call me back and figure it out. Figure that part out. And he's like, just so you know, there's a spring shortage right now. And if it's so there's a garage door torsion spring shortage across Canada right now. I don't oh, know seems why. oddly specific. Yes, it does. <laughs> I was like, that's weird. Anyway, <laughs> he's like, we we got it in. They, they're doing me a favor because I screwed you over. for. Mm-hmm. So he's like, yeah, no, we, we got it figured out. So mm-hmm. it, it'll be here Monday. And then I can get the, the garage door working again. <laughs> right. So the other thing, too, is, is that what winds up happening with spaces like garages and sheds and basements is that they wind up turning into a catch-all that's sort of where you put the shit 
where you don't have a real space to put yeah. it and um, or it just needs like to go the there for now and the, yeah. it just needs to go there for now so what yeah. happened was when we were moving is that my cousin we bought this house for my cousin my cousin she was a single girl she was 25 what does she need a garage for? She to didn't. maybe put some patio furniture in, maybe. She, she didn't need kept, it. She kept a, a, a lawnmower in there. Uh, yeah, that's, that was that's it. All there was. Was like, oh. um, and so she let us put slowly start moving our stuff into the garage. And um, it's just sort of become the catch-all of the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and um, you sort of started, I started our first yeah. summer here, you sort of started planning stuff out. You were watching a lot of videos on YouTube. Yeah. Um, but... It's just it sort of fell apart just because we were busy with other things. And well, that things. and because of where we of the house that we bought, it doesn't need things. It just yeah. it's all cosmetic or stuff that we want. And also couple that with the price of lumber. Oh, yeah. No, there was production no way, halted. There was no way I was building no. anything that was. Because oh, yeah. it was ridiculous. It was twice to three times to even four times the amount. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What it should have been. I'm like, I'm not spending the money to do that. It so, was hard enough to try to find two sheets of drywall for mm. our bathroom redo. That wow. cost me. Yeah. That cost me. Yeah. Enough. That I was like, I'm, I'm, this is ridiculous. Yeah. So, so things have ground to a halt. Yeah. It yeah. put a huge halt. Now, prices are coming back down yes. now. And I can get back into uh, doing those things again, which will be nice. Mm -hmm. Um, it's just a matter of, and I have a lot of the tools that I need, mm -hmm. um, but I do need to figure out uh, the proper setup for, and, and the way that I actually want to lay it all out. So for me, the the shop design, I think is going to be important. Um, actually, what's kind of inspired this was, so another creative space that we're looking at uh, completely redoing is the kitchen. Um, oh, yes. So that's been in the works a couple of times now, and... What I will say is IKEA has an amazing layout software. software. So you lay out your entire kitchen, uh, all the dimensions, and then you start putting in the way that you want to lay it out and kind of mix, mix matching and mm -hmm. you get a 3D view. So I think I'm going to try and do something like that for the garage to really okay. see a, a really good. I didn't even think about that. You yeah, totally could do that. Yeah, because uh, Google Sketch or there's SketchUp. Yeah. Uh, they have uh, some stuff that you can do that way. So. Uh, I think that's what I'm going to do is get a really good rendering and, and figure out if, if anything else, at least by hand, figure out, okay, where's everything going to fit? Where's everything yeah. going to go? Uh, get a couple of little tiny, like I'll, I'll draw everything to scale mm -hmm. and be able to kind of move it around and figure it out that way. So mm -hmm. um, that way I can get a really good feel for the way I want it to lay out. So that's the idea for that space. We'll talk about the kitchen, I'm sure, when we're talking to Chris. And then the other space is the uh, the art nook. Um, oh, yeah. The art nook, I mm -hmm. want to really take it – I want to make it really usable. My high boy that I have, it's kind of like a, a cabinet, a little cabinet thing. Uh, when it's we a bought dresser. it, It's a little dresser. When, when we bought it, I knew it needed work mm, to, right. to fix it. Um, so I, I just have to buckle down and actually do that. Uh, get it fixed up, and then once that's all done, then we'll. Uh, mm -hmm. I still don't know if I want to do a build. Oh, I kind of want to do a built-in still. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure. Anyway, that's so that's down the line. We have this weird little <laughs> alco like nook spot in the dining room that oh, was yeah. the living room. <laughs> that's sort of not big enough really to do much of anything with. Yeah. So it just fits his drafting table and the high boy. Mm -hmm. 
um, when we were using it as our living room, it just fit the TV and the components you need for a TV and that's it. So you can't really do much with it, but it's deep enough that it's like a tease space. Like it teases you, like you can do things, but kind of not. Yeah, not as much as you want. Not as much no, as you yeah. want. You're going to have to super compromise on this. Like, I couldn't yeah. fit a full-size draft table in there. No. I had to buy like a tiny one, which is, it's almost kid size, but yeah. it is tall enough, which is good. And but, it was only 60 bucks. And it was, yeah, it was 60 yeah. bucks, so, which is fine, and it works. Yes. Um, but I do need a proper chair yes. if I'm going to be sitting there and and doing the, the art and doing whatever mm-hmm. else. So that's another thing to consider as well. So, yeah, yeah. that's, that's kind of it right now. Just... I want to make it all usable mm-hmm. and and have everything have its space and I don't I'm not there yet. No, but it's also learning about how you like things organized as well. Yeah. Because they're because when you're I, I in don't. a relationship and, and you can attest this, Eugene, <laughs> your organizational skills and wants and needs are very different than Christie's. Mm-hmm. So she can't go in and organize your shop like your your office that you're in now because there will be hell to pay because you won't be able to find anything. Everything will be in the wrong spot and it'll look awful and you'll just freak out. Vice versa, any of her spaces, you go in there and organize, just forget it. So I want to organize it, but I can't because it's not my space. My right. my brain is just like, oh, this makes me anxious to walk in here, but this is Ray's space so and he will figure out how he needs to organize this. We we found the perfect TikTok. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it was this guy. He asked for a paperclip. And the other, oh, yeah, and the other that, guy turns around and says, yeah, if you go into my office and you go to the third drawer down, uh, and it's actually underneath that drawer, uh, tucked away behind us, behind a piece of paper, there's a red one right there. Yeah, that's how his that's brain, how works. brain works. I know. <laughs> in, the in the mess is, calc- is counted, is accounted for. He knows know where it is. It is. If I and so if I need anything, I literally just put it back where I found it on top of whatever I found it on. If I have moved it or think it should go somewhere else, it's gone and I'm going to get another one. He can't find it. <laughs> Immediately can't find it. So knowing that the art nook, even though it's in the common space, has to be organized the way he needs to be or it needs to be organized in order for it to be useful for him. Um now, what? I did buy a toolbox. You did. That yes. fits what I like. Yes. It's an open toolbox. Yeah. It it's not uh, one that closes at There's all. There's no lid on it. Yeah. There's no lid. It's it's an open one where you can fit things in. Uh, it, it stores a level, uh, which is too wide for it, but it it has straps so you can actually fit it in. Um, I'm like, yes, this is this is the way my brain works. This is the way I like. This because is you're time. out of sight, out of mind. It, yeah. yeah. So I'm figuring that out, which means that that as good as that high boy is, I think it's going to be. If it has to be open, it has to be open. I'm so totally we'll have to that. we'll have to play with that. But anyway, because yeah. if I have drawers, I I grew up in a house where if it has a door or a drawer, it can get stuffed and put away that way where it's out of sight. Yes. And then it's gotcha. clean and tidy. Yes. And so if my don't open it again though. Oh, if you open it, <laughs> you start, open it, you're starting all over. Yeah. So it's, <laughs> but I gonna, can rebuild. So. Sounds good. His his mom is famous. Oh, I remember helping her move one time. And and I am I am my mother's daughter when it comes to stuff like this. It's just like everything must be gone through. Everything we're going to have to declutter. Like moving for me is an excuse to declutter everything, right? Because it's the ultimate reason to declutter. Right, yeah. His mom is like, oh, we're looking through a box. It's just full of shit, just random shit. 
I will look through that later. And I know as soon as she set that box down, that box is not getting looked at. It is just literally being moved from one home to the other yep. as it exists. She's never looking at that box. Yep. She looked at it and was like, nope. And then just set it over there. And was very nice about it. Oh, look at that later. It's like, you're not, you're not. <laughs> oh, I don't think so. And then puts it over there. There's there's too much there's stuff. There's too much stuff in it. Next. I don't want to. <laughs> we'll just keep, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. It's in a box. It's in a box. It's fine. We're fine. His sister's the same way. If you open up any of her oh. closets or any of her doors, yeah. little she's better than your mom. A little she's bit better. better. You're worried something's going to fall on you. Because it's all just, because she frenzy cleans. Mm-hmm. So everything's just in a frenzy and it's just shut. And, and if the door locked, if the door shuts and it stays shut, we're good. So we have a throwaway drawer. We have a drawer, a junk, a junk a ju- box well, essentially box right now. It, it will be a junk drawer. Yes. My sister has a junk closet at mm-hmm. the beginning. Like it's, everything is tossed. Toss Her garage is the same way. Like yeah. She but has. she can close the door. Has, yeah. So as long as she closes the nice. door, it's fine. So that's that's, that's what his I organization. grew up with. And yeah. It's like I I I need to break that cycle somehow, and I'm, uh, I know I know what I want. Yeah. I just need to be able to figure out how to do it. So. And I think you can. Oh, I, I honestly yeah. think you can. I think it's yeah. just going to require a lot of patience with yourself. Patience with myself and uh, Sorry, look, pets looking up. Nuts. Yeah, the pets are bothering. They've got zoomies right now. Hey, no. The cat's fucking. Um. But what I what I really want to do is look up because um, I want to look up other shops and and because I know like uh, Adam Savage has a really um, a, a good one. He talks about different spaces and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Um, so I want to try and mimic some of the ones that I really like uh, now that I have the space and then make it useful so that anybody that can go in there can work in there. Right. You know, but it's funny because a lot of a lot of people on YouTube. Someone kind of started it and was like, I'm going to do a shop tour because a lot of people keep asking. And a lot of – I've heard a lot of them say, I, I feel bad because I'm like, am I showing off that look at I have all this space and stuff? And it's like, no, it's not that. It's other people who are doing exactly like you, you said. It's like, no, I want to see how you're doing it to get ideas for me. Yes. Yeah. It has nothing to do with the fact that you have much better and cooler tools. Mm-hmm. It's, oh, look, you thought to hang your drills this way. Yeah. That I would have never thought of that. That's perfect. Mm-hmm. That's what I need to do. So yeah. Yeah. And so, and, but it's for, first and foremost has to work for you. Yes. Yes. You're the one who's going to be yeah. in there the most. Absolutely. Yeah. And and that's fine. I just want it to be functional. Functional. Mm-hmm. And uh, the other thing that I'm really deciding as well is that it's it's I'm going to need a dust collection uh, system. Yeah. So because uh, the the I, one you tried you tried. I tried. tried. I, so uh, there was a YouTube video uh, that I followed on how to take um, uh, shop it, a, sh- a shop vac with uh, two buckets from like Home Depot, uh, uh-huh. and it would create a cyclone in the inside, and it works for a small moment, and then it collapses in on itself, and it just doesn't work. I, um, and he did an update, and there are some fixes that I can do to it. It's just I, I, if I redo it, I'm gonna have to. I don't know. I, I'd rather do a proper dust collection system and run it. Basically, what I think you would like is for you for us to press the button for the doors to roll up and you'd be like, ah. Yes, pretty much. Look what I did and be like super yes. proud because he's not. He wants to no. hide it always. A yeah. little. I think you're a little tiny embarrassed about oh, absolutely the way it looks. Absolutely, I am. Yeah. And I would love to. 
the Finebra borrow. Oh, come on over. I'll I'll let you borrow this, and then they wind up hanging out in the shop for like I'm okay half with an that. hour. <laughs> I understand that. They're chilling yeah. out. Yeah. So that's that's my goal, and I'm not sure I even have uh, an ice box, uh, an old ice. We box. got an antique. It's literally an antique. It's like a hundred year old ice box, like a first version of a fridge where you have to put the ice block at the top. Right. Yeah. Everything cold, and it, we got it for like a hundred bucks. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so that would be for your beverages. Well, it, cool. it, yeah, it'd be kind of cool. Yeah, it'd be really cool. You know, sit there. Hey, you want a beer? Okay. There you go. <laughs> it's yep. nice and cold, kept cold by ice. It's yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to have that because you uh, kind yeah. of started it when we lived um, in Port Algon. Port Algon, I, I, we, I never started. got to enjoy it because yeah, uh, we had built the bench and I had storage. I'm like, this is awesome. This is going to be good. And then we sold it. And then we- <laughs> <laughs> so the owners that own it now get to it was, enjoy it. <laughs> it was a hemlock. Oh, it was gorgeous. Uh, it was really beautiful. Yeah. Um, a workbench yeah. and yeah it was well, tongue and groove it was yeah. awesome it just makes well we know for us too like even though we live in ontario and there's snowing right now we're not those people that need to put our cars in the garage we just no. we did i didn't grow up that way and we've just never had it we're fine going out and you know yeah. you bun- it's part of the experience part of being canadian you bundle up and you <laughs> teeth chatter as you're wiping the snow off it's like a thing but what I'm not going to tell her is that my electric car, I just start it before I go outside. And then all the snow melts. And it's fine. all hot. It's like 20 degrees in Celsius in there. It's perfect. I can't do that with my phone. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but we, we or never. Or car. Yeah, or, my, or my own car. But we never use the garage as no. a place to put the car. So it's always, it was yeah. always going to be and, a and spot. Because, uh, and one last thing that I do want to do to the shop is um, I want to insulate it and get mm-hmm. a heater in there so that I can use it in the wintertime. Yeah. And yeah. I can do all that thing, uh, all that because. I have plans that require him to have a functioning shop. <laughs> all year round, not yeah. just. Not just having a eight, reno season. Eight months if I'm lucky. <laughs> yeah, that would be great if you could do it all year round. And I think it would be good for you too. Oh, yeah. Um, in terms of so it has the space to go you have out a again. yeah you have a space to go out and just sort of decompress and tinker and yep. whatever especially okay. when we were talking about this he's so both of our dads when they retired they oh, lasted yeah. about four <laughs> to six months before they got super super bored and went back to work mm-hmm. both of our dads don't have hobbies they have no hobbies his dad's hobby is golf and hanging out with his mom my dad's hobby is traveling. going to concerts and traveling that's it. <laughs> but you can't do that all the time. Yeah. And so they went back to work for several years after they retired. They retired again, but I think yes. you're, they're down in Florida. And then my yes, dad's helping my baby sister out with all of her children. So there's stuff to yeah. do. I said, but with you, you're not going to be that guy. When you retire, you're done because you have a ton of hobbies that require your time. Right here. Yeah. yeah because when I'm too. like, I've, yeah. I've told people this, I'm like, no, when I retire, I'm going to be busier than I am now oh, because exactly. I'll be doing the stuff I want to do. All yep. of the shit will be made. All of it. Yes. All of the shit will be made. And yeah. that's where I'm going to find him. I'm going to find him in the garage making God knows what. We might have a grandkid by then. And the grandkid will be strapped to him somehow. There you go. That <laughs> like, works. And yeah. like Have a little respirator. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's where he's going to be, and he'll have – but it would be nice to have that space all set up. And I'm yeah. not going to help organize it in, because mine is just very, very different. But I will, you know, like hold things up while he needs a drill or like act as a second pair of hands. But 
I think this would be more patience on your part than my part required. Yeah. Well, for yourself, it, it'll be, uh, yeah, I definitely need some patience. And then yeah. as I'm thinking about the space right now, um, there's a loft that they built in there yes. that needs to come down. So, yeah. And we have a garden shed that the, that the bikes are in and other things can go in because I am not a gardener as much as I pretend and want to be. I'm not. (laughs) That was was my goal last year is to get some of the stuff from the garage into the shed and we were able to do that. So it does free up. I'm going to continue to do that and continue to purge inside there. So that's the other thing is purging. That's, that's my space. What's your space? That's a nice segue, babe. That was a good segue. Good for you. <laughs> is it my turn now? I'll yes, go. it is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go and make everyone wait. <laughs> uh, so I guess my space. So I've never had like a craft. I've, I like to make things. I wouldn't necessarily say I'm crafty. Um, I was never like crafty mom with all the popsicle sticks and construction paper and sit down and craft with my kids. Um but I do like knitting and crocheting and I've never had a spot to put all of that. They've always just been like either tucked away in a bin somewhere or whatever. It's always just been worked within the space of the home. And especially when we were in the cottage, it was in a plastic container. I had one tote um, and it was all shoved in there underneath our bed and I would bring it out whenever I would want to work on something and put it. So it limited my, um, ability to have a supply or even what I made because I only had a certain amount of space allotted for that. Um, Mm -hmm. And it had to be something that needed to be tucked away again because it was, our house was so tiny. So now we have this random room downstairs in the basement um, with the window. It's very nice, but there's also no heat. I still got to get the heat vent in there. It's freezing down there right now. Um, but it was where all of our stuff went that needed to go in the basement. And then last year, was it last year I decided to make it my? Yep. So last year I decided, it's like, I would really like a craft room. Is that okay? What do you think? So I pulled everything out of there, painted it, ripped up this weird green, green astroturf astro like, carpet thing. It was thing. bad. Anyway, the plywood underneath. Pretty sure I cut like three years of my life off taking that thing out of the ground. So <laughs> that was probably not very healthy but underneath the plywood that they used for the subfloor was in fantastic condition so i just put a clear coat over that um put a rug down there and i've been slowly sort of making it a pl- like my office even though mm-hmm. i don't work down there because it's too cold or it's just i just don't because i'm not used to it because i'm always used to being in our common yeah, areas yeah. right yeah so I don't go down there. The kids have used Logan's used it during online school, and you used, I've used it, it when I was working from home. A working lot. from yep. home, and I've used it a couple of times for sustainably geeky, <laughs> mm-hmm. but not not to actually make anything. Um, but what I want to do with it is make it more of like my Harry Potter shrine. I have mm-hmm. did a subscription last year to Lit Crate, a uh, Lit Joy Crates, in their subscription service, and they do um, several different things. And one of them is Harry Potter. And every three months you get a box and it's a themed box. You can get all these fun little Harry Potter themed collectibles and stuff. So I have four boxes. And so I would like to put them up and I want shelves and we have some Harry Potter posters that I want to put up there and make it like full blown Potterhead nerd. <laughs> nice. Even though like, and I've seen some 
people's collections. On. I don't want to be a collector. That's not interesting to me. Um, but just sort of put it out there on display and, and you know, mm-hmm. get some shelves in there. Um, I like the system. So I bought these. Uh, there's three bookcases um, that are sectioned off into cubes. And so one of them, the bigger one, I labeled with uh, current works in progress. So all the yarn that I have for my common room blankets are all stored in there based on mine. So mine's hyper-organized. So it's all organized by color and when I need the color for the blanket. um, And it's all in order. And then the other side is just old yarn that I have or yarn that for other projects for like blankets in the house and stuff like that, that are left over and it's all color coordinated. So it looks like a fun little rainbow. Um, so that's all there. And then my desk, I have, you know, random office supplies that you sort of need when you have a little shop and like stamps and, um, you know, stickers and stuff like that. Um, and yeah, but it's not, I don't like the way it's organized. It, it's fine. If I ever get up a level with what I'm doing on the Etsy shop, it's going to have to be reconfigured. It won't work for that. So I'd probably need another set of shelves to put like packing supplies in. And I'll hopefully have a shop to build you to the To build shelves. that. <laughs> <There you> go, <laughs> yeah. But I don't want anything too permanent because no. when, um, so the kids' rooms, we already kind of have ideas of what we're going to use them for when they move out. When they move out, move out. Not like just go to school. Like when they've got their own place and they've got right. like, their bit established. Um, so Quinn's room is going to be my craft room. Um, so I don't want to like make anything like too permanent or too specific to the space, mm-hmm. um, only to sort of take it all apart and start from scratch upstairs oh, yeah. in his no. room. So no. yeah. I mean, that's a long ways away and I don't, and I'm not interested in having a booming Etsy shop right now. I couldn't handle it. That'd be very overwhelming. <laughs> <laughs> the yarn order is alone. Oh my God. I found Oh, I found out my yarn order. <laughs> they, I've been getting notifications saying I've been refunded on things. So I'm like, okay. So I called today and I'm like, um, did this just whole order get canceled or what happened? She's like, yes, it did. So for whatever reason, FedEx wouldn't let it ship past. It, it's in Texas somewhere. So, so they FedEx re- said that they couldn't could ship, ship it, to, it to Canada. For whatever reason, they didn't give a reason. That's they their job. Like- uh, no. Anyways, they couldn't. So the whole order got canceled and I've been in front of it. I'm like, sorry, I'm we can't make you a burger at yeah. McDonald's. At McDonald's. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I, I was shocked. I yeah. mean, That's crazy. And so, yeah. Anyway, I'm fine. I know. It's, and we've been refunded the whole money. It's not like it's we're out anything. It's still stupid. It is still stupid. But now they have a distribution center in Ontario. So it makes it a little bit better. It doesn't have to so be rerouted away. through all the states and stuff before it gets to me. Um because before that, they've been great with shipping. I have had no complaints since. <laughs> but just this one time when I actually needed it. <laughs> yeah, we've been to your place before. Can't do it again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those times were fine. But this particular one, no. Um, so, yeah. So, I would like it to make, yeah, if I level up in my Etsy shop, it'll have to be, I'm going to need more of a organizational arsenal. And I'm really going to have to take a look at how I want my packaging to look. I just, I didn't tell you this, but I just got a notification on my Etsy. I, so my, I've sold three blankets. Nice. All to people that I do not know. Nice. From 
two other provinces other than this one and including this one. So I've got a blanket out in Alberta, which is a West. I have one. Somebody bought one. It's in Ottawa, which is the capital of Canada. And then somebody bought one from Montreal, which is in Quebec, which is in the next province east of us. Um, cool. And I got my first five-star review from one of them. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So that's awesome. Because you, I mean, you're wonderful and I love you. So <laughs> you gave me a five-star review, which was really cute and sweet. Um, and then I've made headbands for cousin, like his yeah. cousins and um, and they've left five-star reviews, which was very lovely. And they didn't have to do that. Neither did you, but it was very sweet. Yeah, I did. This is my first one from somebody I do not know. And it was very nice. And I just got it like right before the show oh, started. Oh, awesome. So it's just like I'll have to read it later. It was it's really nice. Um, and she liked the packaging. That was the thing. So I always wonder about packaging and because I want to keep it simple, but you want to kind of make it sort of themed to yeah. at least with Harry Potter things, you sort of want to make it sort of themed to your well, item. And that's something that you've been talking about as well as changing your box so that it, it actually need, looks like it's coming from. Well, kind of, yeah. But I need, I can't keep buying them from Canada Post. No. It's too expensive. Yes. yes. It's too expensive. Well, so uh, I use the free boxes from the postal service. And I mean, yeah, they've got all the marking and stuff on there. And I've seen where people have gone in and they, I'm assuming if they're very small, they'll draw stuff on there. And if they're bigger, maybe they just have a stamp or something. And that's crossed my mind. I was like, I can make it look like a circuit board or something, you know, something transformer like or whatever on the outside. So it's, it just adds to that. that, But so you're ahead of me on that. Like that's something I'm like, well, see, I've ordered what got me on this and I still have almost all of the packaging. Um, I got that uh, journal from a Potter uh, Etsy yeah. store. Yeah. And the packaging was just next level. Mm-hmm. It was so awesome. I'm like, this is what I want it to eventually look like. Um, like it looked like it came out of the wizarding world. That's awesome. Um, and yeah. it was so cool. And I'm like, I, I don't know if I can get to that, but this is the inspiration, yeah. right? Because it is a blanket. His was a little bit more easier to do that kind of thing with. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I, I and I, this is just kind of the top of my head right now. The one thing that I thought would be kind of cool is uh, is the a note from the elf that. Oh yeah. That that, <laughs> that made that made the blanket. Yeah. That would be cool. And that would be cool too. So yeah. maybe that's where it where starts it evolving yeah. too. Yeah. But I have I have like goals yeah. in terms of packaging because it, it for Potterheads it's part of the experience and yeah. if they enjoy the experience they sort of spread it around yeah. right especially yeah. on pottergram um yeah not that i want to go all out and spend all this fucking money on stamps and stickers and all this kind of crap and whatever no but you have a husband that's very interested in uh, potentially creating t-shirts someday that'll need some wanna... of those stamps uh like to to make stamps and stuff like that so I might have to make my own stamps someday which means you have a shop you have to organize hard. first I have too many ideas. He's got too many ideas. (laughs) So I would like to do this. So yeah, so I'm going to try, I got to finish what I need to finish now in terms of blankets. And I just sort of want to reevaluate how I have things set up. And I think things are going to have to change um, with the way it's set up now, especially if I want to level up. Um, And then with the kitchen, which is my other creative space, which has always been a creative space for me because I like to bake. Um, and my daughter and Logan likes to bake too. That's mm-hmm. Logan's like. Stress relief. She she eats her feelings like we all do, and sometimes she 
Yeah, she's got just baked shit just to get it out. She loves yeah. making mug cakes. That's like her big thing. It's just like these single serve mug cakes. Okay, yeah. Anyways, yeah. Um, we live in an old home. Our home's about 120-ish years old. And I, for the life of, I understand because fitted kitchens weren't a thing until around the 1920s. Fitted kitchens weren't a thing. So oh. usually it was components like furniture, like Hoosier cabinets or like work tables Things like that, that were pieces of furniture that could be moved and replaced and sort of upgraded for needs. So a fitted kitchen wasn't sort of a, you might have one side that had a couple of cabinets built in. And then you had your spot where you had your sink. That was it. I'm I'm both thankful. Yeah, it's a blessing and a curse. And it's also a curse yes. that nobody has touched this kitchen. In a hundred, and in, in in probably, well, well, we have one cabinet chunk of cabinets are upper so we 70s think, maybe well no but the plywood i think it's from the 50s maybe maybe from the 50s and then our lowers are very cheap box 70s 70s, mm-hmm. 70s. 70s 80s maybe and then we have another piece of cabinetry that's just one little block that just houses the dishwasher which is from the 90s which is in another part of the wall 90s-ish? i think late 90s early 2000s it's yeah. whenever the laminate went in. Yeah. Because it's underneath. Anyways, so there's, it's very inefficient the way it's laid out. Completely inefficient, drives right. me nuts. Um, so as we were talking about what we're going to do with the living room and the fireplace we want to put in, he says, if we do this, the kitchen gets pushed back. And I'm like, no, I can live with the way the <laughs> living room is now. I hate the kitchen. I hate right. it. I love how big it is. It's almost 200 square feet. It's amazing. That's a huge kitchen for me, but it is, it drives me crazy. My, my cousin had a cabinet in there in the, in the kitchen when she lived here. And then the family before her, they had two little kids. And I'm like, you lived here for five years. You didn't, what did you have in here? Oh, <laughs> the only thing that they did was painted a god awful teal cyan teal blue. It was like, like it was, neon teal. It hurt your eyes. It's aggressive. <laughs> That got that got painted over. I think the first three weeks we were here Somewhere. couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. But we've painted it. We found a really gorgeous color that we like. Um, so it's been painted. I couldn't wait. It's all painted that color now. <laughs> it's kind of like a, a burgundy uh, red wine yeah, color. So nice. Um, but we've we've created a timeline. I needed to do it because I have a lot of ideas in my head, and I've got my, a full Pinterest board going on with all these ideas. Um, but it needs to, it needs to work because the plan is, is I don't want to move. Moving, as you know, is stressful. Uh, buying a house is stressful. The yep. world's a bit of a shit show right now. And already moving once in a pandemic is enough. I don't yeah, yeah. want to know what the world's going to look like in 10 years. So I don't want to have to think about it. I would just like to stay here. So this has to work for us for, a long time but in saying that too it's also an investment into it's an investment house. yes so, we're gonna add yeah, we're yeah. adding value into this house we're gonna get this money back if one day it gets sold we're not yeah. just pouring money down the drain and trying to be too specific no, or because whatever any upgrade in this house any is going up, yeah. to be. <laughs> it's pretty bare bones for how old it is yeah not mm-hmm. much has been done which is great for people like us but yeah so the creative the creative space in there in the kitchen is really it's starting to really bother me. Um, 
And I've worked in a really, in two tiny, tiny kitchens. It's not the size of the kitchen. It's the efficiency of it. It's like any space. It's not the size of the space that's the problem. It's the inefficiency of it. Yeah. yeah. Um, Because you could have a giant warehouse. And if it just doesn't fucking work. We made Envy Huron work. We made Envy, and that was 620 square feet. And I loved that kitchen. It was great. Yeah, the kitchen was like. It was a wall. That was it. It was one wall. And I think it was like 17 feet long, but only like. Five feet, like if you actually took the dimension of the kitchen, like it was like seventeen by by five feet. Yeah, that was the dimension <laughs> of the kitchen. <laughs> but and then when we lived in the trailer, the trailer that's a teeny tiny kitchen, oh, but yeah. the way that it was designed is for efficiency. Yeah. So that's what I'm trying to achieve in the kitchen is kind of like primo efficiency as much as we can for the way we use the space. Mm-hmm. And um, there's a really great um, Instagrammer. Her name is Paige. She runs the account called um, Farmhouse Vernacular, and she used to be a uh, a manufacturing engineer, engineer, and she specifically worked with efficiency on um, production floors and how to make it more efficient. So she's like a wealth of knowledge, and she's actually got a book out now that I want to buy about making things more efficient, but making systems that actually work for you and how how to go about doing it. So... That's what my plan is, is to make that kitchen like, first of all, it's the biggest kitchen I've ever had in mm-hmm. my whole life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and second, it's like, okay, it's an odd layout. We have things that we can't, that are fixed that we can't change. So working with what we've got, because we asked your sister, because this sister's a designer, to come over and look at it. Mm-hmm. First thing she said was, can you change the window? I'm like, no. That's yeah, she wanted us to like take the window that's there which exists and it's like six feet tall it's a six foot window and, the and, it casing, takes up a, and so she's like and just tilt it tilt sideways it. i'm like no <laughs> no that's original window sill that's original trim that's the original size of the original so no the only way that that was going to happen is when we did the siding, siding. and no no <laughs> <laughs> that's a lot of no so it's in a very awkward spot you can't yes run a full u-shaped kitchen you just can't the window's right smack dab in the middle mm-hmm. so she came up with one idea where you'd sort of bump out the, the sink the sink away from the window and create like sort of this so you have this floating island of a, of a sink. sink that's kind of built yeah in front of the window I'd have to see a drawing. I know. Well, yeah. I'll show you pictures. And then, but, pretty. no, but the window faces right into our neighbor's driveway. And that's his gathering spot. That's where he has all of his buddies over. They all hang out in his driveway. And it's not pretty. And also, he's 72, and all of his friends are old, and they get into these old white man rants. I'm like, I don't want to be fucking doing my dishes. Very dated. And listening to a bunch of old white racist dudes talk about how the government is fucking them over and all these young people don't understand how hard their life used to be and how easy we have it now. I don't want to listen to that. And the more they drink, the louder they get. I'll imagine that. I know. I don't want to look at it. No matter how high of a fence we put up, I'm still looking and hearing the neighbor. He's lovely, but I still don't want to hear his neighborhood gatherings. Um so that's the plan is to make it really efficient and as possible, not get divorced in the process. This is the biggest one of the biggest renovations we've ever done. This may take time. 
It is going to take a long time, but we're going to start it. I've written a timeline down. Um, this is going to be. Listen, that that's close enough. No, more organized than what he's used to, mm-hmm. because it's a very because it could be potentially very expensive. But also a lot longer than somebody else is used. No, to. I know, I know. <laughs> I have stuff to do. I'm going to talk to you about this. Uh, we have stuff to do. I have things that I could be doing while he's doing things that I can't help with. So we're we're we've got a plan. We've also know the plans go to shit sometimes. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've planned for as best as we can with with the got. expectation that yeah. it may get all thrown out the window <laughs> at the yep. same time. But, yeah, oh, the kitchen just, yeah. is a very creative space if you are a person who likes to cook or bake. And it's got to work for you and the way you do things. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's hear about your space. Let's hear what's your space. <laughs> uh, my spaces, I should say, um, I've kind of got the problem is, is one of them is not a workspace per se. Mm-hmm. I can't, hell, okay. So basically, <laughs> what it is is I have my office, and my office is where I do you know the streaming stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I do have like my mat and a table set here, and I can do some work on it. So if I'm doing small stuff, uh, like the airbrush is sitting right here next to it, I could do that. I could do I could design in here, but I don't. I prefer to be in the living room with my wife, even if I'm not watching what she's watching, just to be in there with her. So I tend to do most of my like computer design stuff on my laptop in the living room. Mm-hmm. Um, so my office is just kind of like where I store my collectible stuff, and then that's also where my 3D printers are because it's climate controlled in here. It doesn't really bother anyone. Um, and so this space doesn't really work well as a workspace, but I do have it set up so I can do some things in it. Um, my other workspaces include the, the dining room table, <laughs> which, you know, is a uh, I, I can only lease that for so long before uh, things have to get cleaned up or moved up or something. Yeah. Um, and then really it's my back porch on the um, uh, the table out there. And one of the biggest inefficiencies and problems that I have is the fact that um, my tools are really kind of divided up. So the things I would use more often, things like uh, uh, my drill, um, nuts and bolts, soldering stuff, that stuff's in the garage. Um, But like my bigger tools, my chop saw, stuff like that is in the shed outside. And so I will constantly find myself i'm like okay well i if i'm working at the table you know in the kitchen i can't paint in there i can't cut things in there because you know just sawdust and everything else Mm -hmm. so i have to move outside well there's nothing protecting me from the elements so you know i have to bundle up if it's cold or i have to make sure i'm in shorts and a t-shirt if i'm out there you know during the summer but like my tools i'm feeling i find like i'm constantly running from the shed which is in the backyard to the garage and back and forth through the house which means if i have been cutting stuff or doing stuff i'm dusty i've got to make sure i kind of clean off from that so i'm not dragging crap into the house yep i just i really need a shop mm-hmm. and uh that's kind of my wife and i's plan we're looking at probably in the next 4 years probably now at 
at building a house. Um, and we love our house. We really do. If we could, if we could add on and do the things that we needed to do, we would probably do that here. Yeah. Um, we honestly need, <clears throat> um, really we need at least one more. Well, I don't know. Things may be changing on this. We, she's decided we have to have a, she's always said we had to have a guest room, uh, for her grandparents, mainly for her grandparents to come visit or whatever. Um, I think she may be softening on that because I don't think our grandparents are going to be making any, their health is declining and I don't think they're going to be making too many more trips down here. Yeah. You know, maybe one of those things that we have to go there to visit them. Yeah. So it's like, well, what do we do with this extra room? And so we technically could buy some more time because there, there's three factors that really need to happen. Um, I need, I need a shop to work in because I'm severely limited of doing stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, The other thing is, is, we need another room for a guest room because the boys are going to eventually want their their own bedroom. Uh, now, granted, if we could convert our guest room into one of their bedrooms, then the only other thing we would kind of need is a shop. And, yeah, yeah technically, Christy and I could – well, okay, I could park outside. <laughs> <laughs> She's not going to park outside. But in all honesty, like, we have, like, hailstorms that just kind of come through randomly, windstorms, just it's random different. things. Yeah. It's different, I, my vehicles, I've always gotten good retail value or you know, resale value for them because they're in, in decent condition. I mean, yeah, they sit outside in the in the hot Texas sun during the day when we're at work, but they're undercover at night. And, you know, I don't have to deal with, you know, what few times we do get ice and stuff. I don't have to deal with that. I don't. Yeah. So I I, I, I honestly I just I need a work. I need a, a centralized workspace. And like you were talking about, Ray, it's one of those things that I'm coming to understand one of my biggest pet peeves is the fact I'm like, okay, I need to, uh, okay. So going back to the, to the, uh, the, the project I was talking about with, with, uh, Nicholas and the, uh, the siren head character, um, I had to go out, I had to take all of these, uh, st- uh stir sticks and screw and uh, drill two holes in them. Well, I can't do that here. I got to do that outside. So I went outside. Well, I get to looking and I'm like, okay, I need to cut one of these. Okay, what am I going to use to cut? I mean, technically, the chop saw would is the ideal thing. Literally, I just set it up on there and be done. Yeah. But that it's not that easy. I have to go get the chop saw. I have to bring it out. I have to set it up. I have to plug it in, do the one or two cuts I need to do. Mm-hmm. And then tear it all back down. And then tear it all back down. And it's like, no, I'll just use my Dremel for this. It's not the most ideal way to cut this, but it will work. Yes. But even then... Okay, now I've got to go get my Dremel and it because it's sitting, you know, it, everything's in boxes. I try to keep everything in boxes, and I've I've decided, um, I really want like in my shop. I want a, I want a nice big pegboard mm. that I can put most of my used tools. Now stuff like you know other, some other stuff that I don't use all the time. It's fine if that stays on the shelf or in a, a drawer or something like that. But the stuff that I use all the time, by God, I, I want to be able to grab it. Like, I don't think I'm anywhere near on Adam Savage's level of first, <laughs> as he refers to it, first order retrievability. Um, yeah. But, like, even if I'm looking for a hammer, if I need to get a hammer, oftentimes I will just grab whatever I can't, like, even the little cheap, cheesy hammer I have. Because, well, let's see, my hammer's in the bottom of my toolbox. Stacked on top of my toolbox is cardboard waiting to get recycled. So I have to go out to the garage. I have to take the cardboard off. I have to take the top part of the thing out, then reach in to grab the hammer. And it's just like, yeah. if I just had a, a pegboard, I could just go 
and go do it. And I would be done and I would get so much more stuff done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's like one of my, and it's, I know some people are thinking that's kind of a weird, no, that is a, that is, that's a wet dream right there of having, <laughs> there are my drills and there's this. And if I need a tool, it doesn't take me any more than five seconds to grab the damn thing. I don't have to go grab a box and open it up and plug it in. And then the idea of having like stations. So like, you know, I've seen lots of different YouTubers and stuff that have come up with these cheap and, and small, basically like um, uh, a, a paint box or whatever and some of them are foldable or whatever but like to have this thing that's not any more than about maybe two or three feet wide and i have an air filter and a fan on it and i could have my airbrush there i could use any type of rattle paint you know cans i'm using whatever it's this is the paint station and not have to break the damn thing down and so like i'm looking at baby yoda sitting right here i would have had it done but and even though i've had my my airbrush sitting out here for several weeks now because i'm trying to get to it i everything keeps coming up but the fact that if i could just go in there and be like yeah, i got five minutes i can paint this real quick yeah. and not have to do all this setup so for example the 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 the, the leg hose thing that i'm talking about right here i need to paint it so that i can start doing some weathering on it well right now that means going out taking my big roll of paper putting that down taping that down and then hoping that it's not going to blow away because we've had some high winds and paint it over, you know, however long that takes, whatever. And then I have to tear that back down. It'd be so nice to just walk out and be like, all right, nope, that's what we're doing right now. And just check up paint, get it done, go on to something else. So if we could add a third, I mean, our, there's no way we could do it on the slot. If we could add a third garage in another bedroom, we would honestly stay where we're at. It's just, and then, of course, Christy at one point showed me this one thing. We were looking; She was looking at different houses, and she goes, what about this for an idea? And I hate the idea of two-story houses. I'm like, we're getting old. Number one, I've never liked it because you usually have to have a second unit to cool everything, and I'm cheap, and I'm like, I don't want to have to pay for this. But she's like, what about this as an idea? And she shows me this house, and it's got three three garages in it, and one of them could be easily blocked off. And that could be my shop because, you know, I could even like insulate it and everything. And if nothing else, have a a small, you know, window unit or something in there. And I'd have a small shop and it would be fine. And she goes, and the top part of the garage is tall enough that there's actually a bonus room up there. And looking at it, it's, it's the width of three garages. And she goes, that could be like your man cave. And I'm just like, (gasps) oh my God, don't. I'm like, just you you can have the rest of the house. Oh my God, that would be so fantastic. So find me down there. Yeah. 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 No joke. Right. Um, so anyway, uh, so the idea is just like the idea of having a, a shop, you know, every time I go to do something, uh, like I said, I can airbrush in here because it's not going to go everywhere. It's pretty limited as to, you know, I've got really good control on how you know much paint is coming out, but anything else it's like, Nope, I gotta go set up the thing. And I've even played around with the idea of making one of those like kind of, fold up, pop out, you know, things to do, you know, a, a paint booth or whatever. But then I still have to have a place to store that. And it's either got to go in the garage or it's got to go in the shed and the shed's already kind of getting kind of full. And it's just, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm running out of space to be able to do creative stuff. And it's really starting, like I can make stuff on 3d printers all day. That's not a problem. But if, as soon as I wanted to go to finish it, yeah, yeah that's when I start running into Running yep. out of space and running out of time, and so. Well, then it stops becoming a fun endeavor and turns into a chore. Yeah, it's work. 
Yeah. yeah. Then it becomes work because now you're going through all the steps you have to do in order to get to the thing that you just needed five seconds for. Yep. Yeah. And it's a whole thing, right? Yeah. That's, that's what you were like. Um, yep. Oh, in your own. Yeah. It was even worse here. It's still, it is what it is. Mm. Um, it'll be shop, better there. Yeah. It'll, it'll get better. You have an actual but at the old place it was, yeah, I had to go out into the shot or the shed, pull out what I needed uh, if it was wintertime, trudge through the snow, <laughs> shovel out to it, uh, make my cuts outside, right? Um, uh -huh. If it was snowing or not, because uh, I made our coffee table in the snow. Mm -hmm. um, and then, yeah, after, and then it's just, it doesn't. It's not fun anymore. It, no. Yeah. It's that is the quickest way to yeah. kill your, your creativity and and your productivity. Yeah, yep. it's just it's not fun. And then when things in the cottage it was a little different. In the cottage we had to do rentals, like it wasn't. Yeah, an there was option. no options. Yeah. Here it's different because it doesn't have to get done. No, but in the wait. even yeah. in the cottage it was like it was a push to ramp up to rental season because it was just like I don't want to have to drag all this crap out, send to set up a tent city in our driveway. And, and have to do and all have this. sleet and cold rain and rain and, and whatever coming down on you no. because yeah. that's the only, and then have to tear it all down when it's over and anyway yeah it's yeah. it's so here even though we're doing a big huge reno we've got he's got space that's covered yep. you can close the door it's not heated but it's not it's out of the elements it's yeah being it, out of the elements is yeah. huge yeah it's, yes. it's huge yeah being out of the elements is nice yes yeah. i just gotta be able to open close that garage door yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna get real hard real fast <laughs> it'll be next week <laughs> well yeah. let's move on to our uh what we're planning on or are hoping to work on for next time would anyone like to go first I don't have a lot, so sure. All right, go for it. What is it you'd like to try to accomplish for next time, Ray? Uh, have my garage door to be able to open. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm trying to think of any. Uh, really, that's about it. That's all. That's I, about I, it. That's a that's I, a big goal. Like that, yeah. a lot of stuff hit. No yeah. pun intended. Hinges on that. So yeah, yeah. Let's let's just get it that. Does. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Chris, uh, what are you hoping to get done for next time? Um, so I'm hoping I just started um, a blanket, a Ravenclaw blanket. So I want that to be done. And then I will have um, both sets of my series blankets done. There'll be one of each. Um, and I want to start planning out this other blanket idea that I have in my head that I got while I was making the bed. Um, I want to at least get that started. And then... Probably it's just, an NDA as well, by the way. <laughs> I'm super important with my blankets. Um, and then at least have printed out the pattern for my niece's sweater so that I can actually see what I'm working with. Because yeah. I have the yarn to start it. I don't have enough yarn to finish it, but I have enough yarn to start it. I just need to print it out and figure all that stuff out. But I think that's probably pretty good because we have timelines for the kitchen that are coming up well by yeah, the time no. we have next month we i would like to have one thing stroked off that list <laughs> you can do it you can do it you can do it i will help <laughs> Jack, you need to help me for this one so i have to help <laughs> i have to learn how to do plaster so this is gonna be fun you'll be fine 
As always you do. Um, <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier today, and I literally copied and pasted some of this because I didn't get anything done from last time. Um, I really do want to try to get to re re weathering the uniforms. I need to get that done before next time. Depending on when we're scheduled to record this next time, I may have my first uh, Ghostbuster event happening. So I I do need to get that done. Yeah. Um. Let's see. So I put that down. Um, paint the death whistle. I'd like to get that done so I can have it at yes. the thing. Um, paint this leg hose. I'd like to get that done. The thing is, is once again, these are not that hard to think, but it's like after the boys go down and it's 830 at night, it's like, do I really want to get the airbrush set up and maybe get a uniform done? Maybe only half a uniform. We'll see. Or stay up late and screw myself over. Um, or because I keep wanting to push it to the weekend, mm. and it's like because then I could have I could have a chunk of time, and it would be worth my time yeah. to get one done, and then I could get pull out the other one and, and get it done, and you know try to mm-hmm. knock it out as a as a as a block. So um, <clears throat> I'm hoping to finish this NDA project. Um, we'll see if that happens or not, and I'm hoping to finish the Matrix redesign because I put them back up. I've only had two people buy them. But I'm really hoping the last three that I have are the last one of this series one, and then I'm going to switch to the other one. And the biggest changes I'm looking at making is I want to make it so that it's completely held together by screws, and I don't have to glue anything because I'm tired of having to deal with super glue on the tips of my fingers. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, it would in, it would cause my uh, assembly process to be a lot more enjoyable. It would be like, okay, I, I you know putting these things together is a little difficult sometimes because of the way that I've got things kind of wired or whatever. And I'm trying to keep that in mind and be like, okay, when I do this, I'm going to make this a lot bigger open area. So I've got more room to work and, and so on and so forth. And I'm trying to completely walk through step-by-step step the process that I'm doing it so that I make sure uh, parts, you know, fit the right way and everything. And so I'm not changing the cosmetics of it too much. It's funny. Cause like I said, there's a guy I've talked to here locally, uh, that bought one. He's a huge Transformers fan. And I even asked him, I said, Hey, I have a couple quick questions. I'm like, if you don't mind try giving me your opinion, he's like, no, absolutely. And I was like, you know, should I redesign? Like, should I add some more stuff to it? And this, that, and the other. And I'm like, the only thing is, though, is, you know, I try to be pretty close to some of the pictures from the movie. Granted, you know, it's a cartoon. So like every other frame is drawn differently. And he's like, no, I think it looks fine. There's, he's like, you know, if there's, what, what do you want to get done? And I told him, he was like, Oh no, that sounds like a good idea. So, um, but anyway, yeah, so I'm trying to hopefully get that done. There's just some other little random things. Uh, Christy, I've bought LEDs for Christy's headlights in her car, and that's been a fight. And that should be getting wrapped up here, hopefully in the next day or two when the last ones come in. So, But we'll see. So, uh, But yeah, I've got several things on there that nothing's really that big. It's just I'm hoping I can get time to, to do it uh, because I've started watching a show and – I'll be honest. Sometimes at night, I'm just like, no, I'm just watch. I just want to watch TV. Yeah, so, yeah. Like I have an hour to bed. So like the Orville. Like the Orville. So yeah, like the Orville. <laughs> um. All right. Well, that is our show for the month, ladies and gentlemen. If you would please give us a five star rating on iTunes, Google, Stitcher, wherever it is you listen to the show, you can always find us at epicallygeeky.com, where we have uh, links to all the shows that we do, including marginally geeky, sustainably geeky, uh, and then the epically geeky show as well. Um, let's see here. You can find us at on the social media at Epically Geeky as well on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Where can we find you online, Ray? 
the reluctant yeti on instagram and i may make a post someday yeah <laughs> <laughs> who knows uh chris what about you uh you can also find me on instagram at rose and hummingbird and i also don't post a whole lot either but i do have a private one called uh victorian uh botanical where i do most of the house rental updates so you can try and request and we'll see what happens (laughs) (laughs) and as always you can find my individual wacky adventure online at at optimus Jane on facebook instagram and twitter for everyone on the site have a good night has been a presentation of the Epically Geeky Network. 